Hi, my name is Cherry Poo Africa, and I'd like to welcome you again to the new episode of The Awakener. And we have, uh, through our previous episodes, uh, received uh, some questions, and it's just interesting the different kinds of questions that we get uh, for people who are quite interested in learning more about NLP tools. NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. It is actually an achievement tool that can help you program the right mindsets, the right languaging, and the right behavior so that you could achieve your highest versions. Now, we have this question from a guy named Steve as he actually you know welcomes 2022 uh, with new and refreshed energy he's just finding it too hard to actually go to the office go to work go to attend online meetings and share positive energy because he is actually in a state in a stuck state of guilt or exhaustion tiredness so we want to be able to actually try and address uh, these particular issues and emotions and help Steve get out of the rut that he's actually in uh, and so I wanted to share with you isn't it a you know a very common narrative when we start the year that we start the year with a lot of excitement enthusiasm we write our New Year's resolution we commit to the intentions of the heart we want to you know make this an even better year and then throughout you know the journey in the middle of the year perhaps uh, we actually fail because things just get so hard and and there are so many disturbing uh, you know uh, emotions and thought patterns and new activities that just you know derail us from that path and so how do we get back to the path so that we're able to focus on our goals um, and this requires a lot of generative and useful and helpful emotions in order to get you to the right path. And what has happened is that even though we want to commit to a new year, you know, 2022, to new energies, to new emotion, it is just so hard with the crisis that we went through as a collective, as a group of human beings, to dissociate ourselves from things that have happened in the past. No? Put yourself, for example, in the situation of Steve, who's working so hard, you know, stretched hours, who's always on stretch state to try and achieve the goals of the company. And so you bring with you this exhaustion, you bring with you this, the guilt, you bring with you, you know, uh, the, the boredom of the previous years uh, of the pandemic. Uh, into the year, and it's just so hard to forget all of these emotions. Um, so before we even get to the topic of you know, getting yourself committed to New Year's resolutions, getting yourself committed to new activities and, and new goals and new initiatives. We'd like to just take a pause right now and deal with some of the unresourceful and degenerative emotions that's not helpful. And these are the emotions that we need to forget. Um, you know, when we start, and, and I want to use the metaphor of a valley, you know, mountains and valleys in our journey towards achieving our goal. Uh, picture yourself like you're going through a mountain you know, and you're walking and you start the journey excited and then you are at some point there and then all of a sudden you get pushed into a deep ravine and into the dark, dark night. And this is when you slide uh, through difficult unresourceful emotions, emotions such as um, boredom, and then you have anxiety. And then in, in you have, you know, you're threatened by the change because, you know, so many changes happening around us. Your comfort zone is threatened. You know, your ideas, your, your beliefs, your plans are threatened. And that's somewhere, you know, negative. That's somewhere that you get to a place where it disturbs your thoughts. And then you also feel a sense of guilt. You know, a sense, you feel fear, you know, a fear of missing out. Like, you know, when you commit yourself to a certain task, you look at other people doing other things and you have this fear of missing out on new initiatives. And then um, when you keep on sliding down, you get to a valley 
and uh, this is, you know, and the lowest part of that valley is actually depression. And many people are stuck in a state where they don't know where to go. And no matter how much, you know, how, how they cry for help, how they say, help, help, nobody's there to listen to them or to hear them. And, and that is a state we call in NLP crash, C-R-A-S-H. And in order for you to try and understand if you are in a crash situation, you go through five different, you know, uh, expressions. Uh, C, for example, stands for contraction. Your body contracts, you're no longer big, you're always slouching, uh, you're no longer smiling, that is contraction. And then R stands for reactive, you become reactive. You're reacting to what people are saying. You're not even taking time to pause, to think, to reflect, you're being defensive. And then A stands for action paralysis. You don't know what to do. You are in a state of slow motion. You're like in a quicksand. You don't know where to go. You're really just going right and left, but nowhere generative. You don't generate anything from that activity. S stands for separating. You're separating from people. You're separating from a tribe, from a collective, from your family, from your friends, and you just want to be alone. And finally, H stands for hurting. Now, you're hurt. You're offended easily and, and hating. You're hating the situation. I, I remember receiving a, um, a call from a client who told me up front, Cherry, I hate this crisis. I hate this pandemic. It has shut down my business. It has made my, you know, it has made me stretch. Uh, it has made me work so many hours and it has actually led to nothing. And so I hate this situation. When you are in a state of C-R-A-S-H, you find yourself staying and stuck in that valley of despair. And that is actually a place where you're no longer productive, where you find that, you know, you're really just blaming hurting, you're no longer accepting things that you used to accept before, and, uh, and, and you start to actually feel like a victim. And it is not an activity, it is not an event. Staying, you know, being in that valley of despair is actually a phase of the journey. And the faster we try and understand that we are at crash state, the faster we try and accept that we are in a state where we needed help where we needed to help ourselves, where we needed to actually try and recover from that particular state, the, fastest, the faster it is for us to recover. And the good news is that, you know, that particular, uh, your particular situation doesn't end in that journey. There is that positive upward, you know, you could always spiral back and recover and go back, you know, to a state of generation where you are generating ideas, generating positive emotions, generating positive energies, you know, so that you could help yourself get Get back on track so that you could actually build that bridge that actually, you know, uh, shortens the distance between your current state, your current situation to your desired state and desired situation. But the journey is hard. The journey is not easy. The journey is not fast. It needs that, uh, it requires that you're able to actually reframe all the repressed negative emotions that you have so that you could actually become strong again, so that you could summon that inner strength and inner confidence no? for you to renovate and repair your morale. I'd like to actually share with you an NLP technique that I thought, you know, can help you get through it. And it is actually an instant, uh, you know, just effect. No? The, the effect is so strong that you could actually use it in a heartbeat and you could see you know, if you try and use this tool that it could actually help you change your response, your behavior, so that you could actually see things on a more positive light. And I call this reframing. It is so important when you are in a state where you are seeing things one way for you to find a way out. 
for you to find another way that could actually provide you with new options, new possibilities. And reframing is a great way, you know, to actually just try and divert, distract the brain so that you're able to see things in a wider perspective. Reframing, uh, an example of a reframe is a joke. You know, when you try and make a punchline, for example, you start off with one in one situation and then you actually bring yourself to another situation. The punchline brings you to another perspective and all of a sudden you see things in a different way and it actually generates positive emotions inside you. So a joke is a reframe. A metaphor is a reframe. For example, when you say, for example, life is a bed of roses, all of a sudden, it's a metaphor. You, you talk about the bed of roses and you don't talk about life's difficulty. But really what you are talking about is life's difficulty, but you are talking about the metaphor. And the metaphor allows you through borrowed properties to look at things in a bigger perspective. All of a sudden, you're no longer looking at the thorns, but you're looking at the beautiful roses. And so there are so many possibilities that will emerge. When you look at thorns, you look, about, you look at pain, but when you look at roses, you look at possibilities that can emerge. So that is a way of reframing. In NLP, we do two ways of reframing. The first way to reframe is what we call as context reframe. Context reframe follows a belief in NLP that every behavior is useful in some situation. So let's take, for example, a person who is rude to you. You know, when somebody is rude to you, when somebody is snappy, you tend to react and then there arises conflict. But when you know context reframe, you're going to ask yourself, you know, how is that behavior of rudeness useful in some situation for me so that I use it to generate better results in my life. An example will be, I look at rudeness as a way to tell me that, you know, it is a way to jolt me or to provoke me to do things faster. It is a way to actually just make me do it because if it were actually delivered to me in a better and, and more positive way, I'll just probably, you know, ignore that particular message. And if I look at that, if I do context reframe and ask myself, okay, I'm going to actually focus more on the behavior or on that particular situation that's useful to me, I will divert my attention away from that rude behavior or from that rude person and focus myself on the usefulness of that particular behavior. That is context reframe. The next kind of reframe is content reframe. Content reframe now, in NLP, we believe that every behavior has a positive intention. Hence, even the most use, you know, hurtful behavior has a, an underlying positive intention there. And people are just defaulted or autopiloted to utilize that negative behavior because they don't know any better. Let us take, for example, your teenage child, and that particular teenage child is rebellious, you know, uh, and, and if you believe that NLP, what NLP says, that every behavior has a positive intention, you're going to ask yourself, what is the positive intention behind that rebellious behavior? And perhaps, you know, what it's saying is that that particular child, you know, wants independence and wants freedom and is asserting himself. And if you look at you know, the situation from that point of view, you're in a position to offer more options to the child uh, so that the child can achieve that freedom. You know, uh, you could offer, you know, better communication tools for the child, or you could actually compromise on uh, curfew hours, uh, these kinds of things. So when you are able to access the resource called reframing in an instant, 
no? in a heartbeat, you are able to change the way you look at things and the things that you look at, they change. And at the end of the day, it helps you to become a better person. So reframing is a very powerful tool to redirect your attention away from something that actually provokes you, that makes you react in a negative way to situations that enlarges the space and just makes it better for you. And when you have that particular skill and tool, you're able to get out of the valley of despair, you know, from that crash state and move to a better state. In NLP, we call it the coach state, C-O-A-C-H. Coach state stands for being centered, finding your center, being grounded, you know, uh, being open and, and looking at different perspectives, you know, uh, being aware of the situation, being aware of your own limiting emotions and limiting patterns, and then you are actually connected to a tribe, connected to a mission, connected to an identity, and finally, you are holding. By holding, it means that you are actually opening up the space even for you to receive those unresourceful negative energies, uh, not for you to actually take it in and make it you, but for you to actually try and understand more perspectives so that you could actually take care of the processes that will jointly expand the spaces for both of you. So that is actually NLP, and we hope, and I hope that uh, by learning these tools, you're able to actually energize your new year with better states, better tools, so that you could see, you could dissociate from the hurts of the past, uh, from the challenges, you know, and from the exhausting, limited emotions of last year, and you could actually reframe now, reframe your spirit and your body to actually look at things in a better light with new energies, new emotions. And when you are in this state, you are ready to actually uh, summon the right state for you to prosper your new habits for the new year. In our next episode, I would like to invite you to, you know, to listen to us because we are going to talk about a very important topic and that will be on habits. How can you actually make long-lasting resolutions so they are not just strong on paper, but they are also embodied, that you live that every day? And how can you actually make goals or targets that are just so hard to do on a going basis become so much more pleasant so that you don't stay in a state of pain, but you stay in a state of pleasure? We are going to talk about temptation bundling in the next episode and I invite everybody to actually bring in your New Year's resolution so that we are able to try and negotiate through the nuances of what it requires uh, you to do so that you're able to achieve your targets and you make 2022 your best year ever. Thank you so much and in your journey towards getting out of the valley of despair and finding new perspectives, I'd like to wish you all Godspeed glide high, and a lot of God's spark and God thought. And don't forget to always stay awake. This is Cherry Africa, Peak Performance Coach, and looking forward to the next episode on The Awakener.